0: Gig Gab episode 417 for Monday, February 19th, National Chocolate Mint Day, and Gig Gab's 9th anniversary 2024. and welcome to Gig Gab, the show by, for, and about working musicians. Sponsors for this episode include Banzoogle.com, where promo code EPK gets you 10% off the first year of their new EPK plan subscriptions. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. For now, here in Durham, New
1: Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And once again, here Ooh. in Napoma, California, it's Paul Kemp. Hey man, it's
0: good to have you back, man.
1: I know, it's been a couple months. I think this is the longest we've gone without talking to each other, and like, 25 years <laughs> that's possibly true yeah yeah i hadn't even thought about that we've
0: texted each other uh you know as, as yeah. things have happened but yeah huh oh well, go figure here we are
1: go figure here we are yeah
0: happy anniversary
1: happy anniversary to you my friend yeah yeah good stuff man good stuff show's been sounding really good i've been you know poking in and out thank and you very interesting very varied i think you I think you've taken it to some cool places. That's providing a whole different type of service than just us two, kind of like rehashing our week. It's kind of fun. The audiologist thing was fun. You know, once in a while, that type of thing is cool. Yes. Once in a while. Exactly. Yes. Shulte is uh, just fun to listen to. He's (laughs) he's just wicked smart. I mean, I I appreciate his humility and I appreciate, um, you know, how, how, how grateful he is to have the situation he has, but he is, it, when you listen to him speak, he is wicked smart about the dynamics that go into making the success that he has.
0: Absolutely, yeah. That none of their success is accidental. No. Uh, with with pork tornadoes, yeah. No, he's a smart guy, and he's he's a very um, he 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 thinks a lot. Like he he he's very aware. Of how what he does or what he says is going to land with people like he's very calculating in that way, in a good way.
1: Yeah. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. I like that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Good dude. I I dig that guy. Yeah. Same. Same. And then you had uh, my my best man at my wedding and, you know, stood up for me. And I got married and and uh best friends in high school. You had my buddy Brad on to, yeah. to talk about sound again. So that's yep. kind of cool. Yeah, it was nice to get geeky with him this time. It was uh He's the guy for that. I well it was interesting.
0: Like and if you, well, I'll put links to all these episodes that we're referring to, folks. But uh but yeah, Brad uh he was a little concerned coming in. He's like, I don't know that the information that I have and the things that I do translate well to folks like like you. In, you know, smaller venues. I'm like, let me take care of that. I think we can go into the right places. And I think we did. Like the feedback that we got from that
1: episode was great. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So what's been up with you?
1: Well, let's see here. So it's a little slower, but I've had some really, really fun gigs and I've had some change in the house rockers. And the change is change. You know, um, every time that I've had change in the house rockers. I've come to talk about it. I think I've told the same story, especially when it comes to drummers, that it is fun to hear what someone brings to something that you've been doing in a similar way for a long time. So sure. we've been working out with this guy, George. Um, he was recommended by our bass player to, to, to be our new drummer. And uh he, has been a great communicator, asks a lot of smart questions, wood sheds the hell out of stuff, comes very prepared to the rehearsals, likes to rehearse, which is something you don't hear about too often. Um, And it looks like he's going to work out. I mean, the way that we do things is, you know, we're going to, we're going to work together for a while. Like I've given him a bunch of, basically gave him his choice of the gigs for the, for our busy summer. Sure. And he could do about 90% of them. A couple of them. We have some of the existing, the guys in our, in our stable that are going to do, but uh, again the the just to hear those slight subtleties that are in the hands of different drummers make songs come alive in different ways and things that you're have been playing for a while that you're hearing new for for the first time it's just been really 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 fun to hear this enthusiastic engaged musician kind of tackle our material so that's that's been that's really nice
0: fun. to have like a that that the idea that you know fresh blood brings fresh energy to the to the mix is a is can be a good thing. It can also upset the apple cart if it's the wrong kind of energy. Of course, but it that's doesn't sound like that's it, right? Yeah. Well, you, you,
1: hopefully, as a leader, you don't really get to that point. Like, you, right. you should hopefully you can sniff that out sooner than later. I mean, that's 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 the skill. We had another substitution, which was a long time a replacement, a, a long time player. And the new guy that we have is a delight. I mean, I he subbed for us, so we knew enough about him. Yeah. Absolutely freaking awesome, like dazzlingly good player. And we did uh a week of three three straight nights of rehearsals with these all these new guys. It was some of the funnest rehearsals that I can remember. Had funny, fun, loose and light, but tight. And the music was really good. And everybody, maybe, maybe we benefited from low expectations, but it was just such a good time and the music sounded so good. And, you know, it was just, it was really fun. We then did our first gig of the year. Oh. And, or actually our second gig of the year, but it was a pretty big gig at a really, really nice club. And we used Russ who had been our drummer for a while for that. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And um, again, (laughs) it's funny, you know, be careful. Change scares the poop out of me or it used to, Well, we're humans, right? We are naturally change resistant creatures.
0: It's just part of our DNA, right? We like to have shortcuts and habits and all of those things. And change means we don't get to have all of those.
1: Yes. But there's something freeing about when you accept that you really can't control the universe and you're like, all right, let's just see. (laughs) Let's just see what it's going to happen. Right. Well, what's the worst that can happen? What's the best that can happen? And I would say that's what the feeling is now. It's like, you know, you're Bringing in good musicians, so you're, you know, you're. It's not like a mystery whether they can play or not. So, sure. You know, that's that's you know takes it, care of a large part of the equation. Ta- table, st- yeah, but it's but like it's also table stakes, right? Yeah. Like
0: y- you y- you need that coming in, and you're right. It takes care of a huge part of the equation, but it's it's really not about that. It, it you need that coming in it, without ta- that. It
1: is table stakes but it's one less thing to worry about. Correct.
0: And then Correct. it all
1: fit together is, yeah. is the thing that you wait to see. Yeah. And you know, some of this I think might be, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I did anything purposely right, but literally not stressing it as much and just letting it organically happen and hearing what it sounds like and, and dealing with it. It, it you know, I think maybe my guys knew that I'm, I'm not wired that way. Typically. It's yeah. so like, what Paul going to do here? I don't know. I mean, but in any case, like I said, we had three really fun nights, like, a great hang, great playing. The music sounded fresh. The solo sounded fresh. The you know the, the groove sounded fresh. So it was very very encouraging, and maybe there's that's the lesson there, man. It, maybe it's just like yeah, for those of us who are prone to white knuckling through life, right? You know, like <laughs> grabbing and yes. holding on as tight as you can. Maybe there's a great lesson in there that you know. If you got guys who can play and you've done your homework and you, you know, at least know that they're a decent dude, if not a really good dude or or woman. Yeah. You know, dude. Good dude, human. Dude. yeah, Yes, good human. Um, let it happen and see what happens. And yeah, you know, Nick is Nick is kind of the king of that for me. You know, like, I, I'd like to think I've I've shared some things with Nick that's inspired him as he runs his band. He has inspired me with that. Like, let musicians be musicians and Ooh. you know, like I said, cover the basis. Yeah, you know, make sure they can play, get a sense as to whether they're a good hang, and then just let it happen and enjoy what happens, as opposed to wishing it could have been something else or this is the way we used to do it, or, or you know, this has to be this way. The lightning of the rains has been very freeing for me, and I am not freaking wired that way. I,
0: this is, I, I'm I, like, I'm shocked that because I know
1: you. Me too.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I, it can work, and I'm to, for clarity. I'm not wired that way either it I have to it it is more helpful when I am not in a leadership position officially Mm -hmm. and I use the word officially because in some ways I always sort of wind up being helping push things forward in one way Mm -hmm. or another which which is you know part of leadership it's not all of it but you know but being able to say yep all right well. I'm not the leader here. So I'm just going to, I got to surrender to the, the, the environment, the situation and let it happen. And a lot yeah. of times that's where the magic is.
1: I, I'm, I'm finding that to be absolutely true. I mean, yeah. it's, it's really enjoyable. Um, and you learn something about yourself, you know, like oh. we're, never too, we're never too old to learn, right. We're never to learn to old, learn something musically. We're never to learn to, to learn something leadership wise. So, all of it together has been just a really fun journey. I don't know if tomorrow will be, you know, we'll, we'll fall <laughs> come, in a hole and we'll, on, fall apart. right now. Yeah, yeah, it's all good right now. You know, this yeah. is the band's 25th year, and I had a lot of big plans, and I've been very reflective about the people who have been in the group over the years. Yep. But this is who I got right now, and mm-hmm. they're all really good guys, and they want to they go have fun. They want to go blow people away, and it's a good place to be. Yeah. I, remember I was telling you that one thing that that uh, Springsteen said about about finding guys who don't have anywhere else to be? Do you remember we had that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is coming back. Guys who want to be in your group and want to be in a group and want to be in your group. Yep. That's a very powerful – that's table sticks. That should be table Wow.
0: It, I mean, yes. It's – when you find that, though, it's lightning in a bottle. mm. I, like I agree with you, it'd be wonderful if that was table stakes. I can tell you <laughs> that it's not always that way. At least yeah. it, as my path through life has has gone, and I, it, you know. But but when you find it, man, yeah, it's good stuff. It yeah. is good stuff. And yeah. we
1: have not seen much of each other. We haven't rehearsed except for those three that we just did. Yeah. And one of the nice things about the longevity of the group is a lot of the stuff is literally hard-coded into us now sure you can just play this stuff listen to each other and it's good then the new guys who you know are sensing that that dynamic exists they know that they can't they can't hide behind something right they, right that, like, they, they right. know the rest of the boot band is gonna be right there so it it's all been good and i'm i'm super excited we have a great schedule ahead of us for the year we're playing um less you know because of my travel and my yep. day job yep but we have really good gigs in really great venues scheduled May through May through September, which has always been, that's, yeah, that's kind of your season. Yep. That's our, our time. And, uh, we're doing so well at getting caught up. We are going to be able to spend quite a bit of our last couple of rehearsals on some new material. So we've just started that. That's exciting. You know, uh, my, my guy who charts, John is, 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 uh, hard at work charting porn charts Um, we're looking at a bunch of stuff and, and I'll actually share. Yeah. What's like, yeah.
0: Can you list a few songs? We'll put them on a playlist for everybody too, that you can listen to on Spotify, not Paul's, not the house rockers playing them, but you
1: know, yeah. So, uh, we're starting with, um, life in the fast lane. We have a great, actually there's, there's a, there is a, um, example where the Eagles toured with a full horn section. Yes. And so there is a, a, a something for us to grab from out in the ether. So life at the fast lane with horns is one. Yep. Um, Uh, Nick is stone cold excited to do, um, carry on my wayward son with the horn arrangement. So that's, that's one we're looking at.
0: Have you, have you done that song before?
1: I actually did that with Mary Ellen and Steve as a, as a, as a vocal trio, acoustic trio. And that was a lot of fun um and so you've and, broken down the harmonies before which is they're not yeah. terribly
0: difficult they're pretty straight ahead there's a
1: really high part in there but there's, there's a like, yeah
0: there's a high part but it's yeah. they're like it it moves together there's yeah. not a whole lot of interlocking lines but still you gotta freaking nail it uh, yeah you know it's pretty exposed
1: <laughs> and and nick hears like a lot of those organ stabs as one stab so uh, like, like we're gonna try and make it pop in a whole different way not a great dance song but it will be a really cool thing Good for the we first set. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, so, you know, I like to find meaning in a lot of things. So, you know, one of the things Nick and I sat down to kind of like design the show. Yeah. I want to have a, like a little brief time to talk about the 25 years of the group, you know, just a, over a, over a vamp. So we'll do that over um, into the mystic. So we'll do oh, that nice. in, you know, without without our great Barry Sax player who hits that note that sounds like the foghorn, it just it, it just rings beautifully. It's so better that's really than cool. the brown note. Yes, <laughs> the devil, the devil's yeah. Um,
0: Sorry, I I don't know.
1: It's what I do. I can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the other thing is, we were gonna try and end the show with "All You Need Is Love." So we got the big horn section to do the, and we got the harmonies, and so. You know, we kind of mapped out the show in a different way this year, kind of an act one, an act two, and then um a longer encore set. Uh, okay. And so depending depending upon two-hour, three-hour, are we a headline set or sure. are we uh middle of the afternoon when people are eating lunch or early evening when people are still picnicking dinner? You know, we, we have a couple of ways that we can structure the set in a few ways. But we typically get our mojo going, and then we have real high energy, yeah. you know, the last... Hour fifteen that we're gonna do between a, a second set and then an extended encore set and uh end it, see if we can get a good sing along going with all you need is love and you know, make people walk away feeling something different than they do with many, you know, many cover yeah experiences.
0: I love the idea of ending a show. Not not necessarily the set, but if you know you're gonna encore or whatever it is, I love the idea of ending the show with a sing along. That people can, you know, keep us an earworm and they walk out, smiles on their faces and happy and all that good stuff. When in Monkey Fist, we often wind up ending with the Joker for that Mm -hmm. reason. Um, you know, sometimes it'll be that, uh, uh, why can't I think of the name of the Poison song? The every Rose Has oh, a yeah. Born.
1: It's another one that's that's good. Those are good ones. Those are not the obvious ones. I mean. I know. Well, I mean, I mean we there's songs have, everybody knows, but yes. Well, we have Sweet Caroline if we have to. Sure. And, you know, but we would rather not. But, you know, if it, there, there's certain times where the audience is of a certain demographic where it'll, it just will make them happy. And so why not? But, yeah. you know, not every time. But, uh, um, yeah, I think All You Need Is Love will be a really, really cool and interesting one. So looking forward to making that happen.
0: All right, folks, is your website looking more vintage than vinyl? Well, let's spin that around with our sponsor, Van Zoogle has been rocking the web scene for 20 years, making it a breeze for artists to create stunning websites and online stores. Now they're hitting the high notes with a new EPK plan. Think of it as your music career's digital spotlight, ready in minutes. From customizable templates that scream you to electronic press kit essentials like music players, gig calendars, and press quotes, it's all there. Imagine embedding videos where you're actually in tune and showcasing images that don't look like they were taken with a potato. With Banzoogle's award-winning support, it's like having a tech guru in your band minus the ego clashes. And here's the set list. The EPK plan starts at a solo $6.95 a month, and for you gig gab listeners, we've got an exclusive Encore. Slide over to Banzoogle.com, jam with a 30 day free trial, then use our promo code GIGGABEPK, all one word, G I G G A B E P K, to score 10% off your first year. I know that's the sound of savings, folks. And our thanks to Banzoogle at Banzoogle.com with promo code GIGGABEPK for sponsoring this episode. All right. So you, you touched on something that. has been kind of top of mind for me. You said you you know you have this drummer who likes to rehearse, and that's rare. It, it is rare, especially once you've got a bunch of you know jaded musicians, you know, whatever you want to call them, weekend weekend warriors, right? You know, yeah. you get into that mode. I remember when I moved here to New Hampshire, I put an ad on Craigslist. This is you know almost nineteen years ago that drummer looking for gigs, and I, the. I, the band that I wound up joining was Knock Off, the four-piece female-fronted classic rock band that played for a while. And when Bill, the guitar player, reached out to me, hit the subject of his email was, it started with dollar signs. It was gigs booked, few rehearsals needed, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he communicated that this was, we were going to gig, we weren't just going to be stuck in a basement for, you, you know, the, the the foreseeable future. And sure enough, that's how that band was. I mean, we rehearsed a couple of times to get up to speed, but then that was it. Like, I think after those first two, maybe three rehearsals we did, I don't think that band ever rehearsed again. And if we added new songs, it was just, you know, throw them out there. And, and that's attractive. It was at the time, certainly attractive to me. I just moved to a new area. I had little kids. I had, you know, all of my businesses going and everything. It was like, I just wanted to get out and like get the machine going and play again. And it was like, Perfect. But the last few months, I have, we haven't been, it's winter time, so gigs for us are also kind of, for both bands, like, actually all three bands, Monkey Fist, Fling, and Bitter Pill, are all kind of in low gear. And, you know, so I've been playing some, but not as much as I would say May through September. And with Bitter Pill especially, there's been a lot of songwriting happening and all of that, and I've really been like missing rehearsal. Mm. We, we had a bitter pill rehearsal yesterday and it was spectacular. It was like, it was so good to get together. I have, it took me a while to learn. Every band's rehearsal style is different. Fling. We get together and like, we're productive from maybe minute 15, right? Like, like, we'll we'll get, we'll, we'll chit chat. We'll do like the little hang thing. And then it's like, all right, let's just go. And we've you know, Russ is a a fantastic taskmaster and he just like runs us through it. And it's great. Bitter Pill is not that band. It it's uh, it takes us probably an hour to get up to speed, caught up with each other. We'll mess around a little bit as people are like tuning their instruments. We'll play like stupid songs or whatever. But and, and therefore we need longer Uh, to schedule. We need to schedule rehearsals for longer. Like fling a two hour rehearsal can be super productive for bitter pill. It's more like a four hour rehearsal is what that's, Mm. that's the block of time we need. But once I learned that and stopped being frustrated for the first hour that we weren't starting and I realized, no, we actually have started. This is how this band rehearses yesterday. You know, I knew it coming in. I've known it for a little while now, but I knew it coming in. I was like, okay, well we're going to get together at 11 probably won't really start working on stuff until noon or noon 15. And that that's just how this band functions and it functions well that way. Yeah, And it, it was great. And I really, I, I've been looking forward to rehearsal recently. I, I think partially because I haven't been playing as many gigs out, but also rehearsal gives you the opportunity to do things. It's not just like, well, we need to get ready for this gig on Friday. And it's, it's only mm-hmm. about that. We don't have a gig on Friday. We're just getting together to learn new songs, maybe make some tweaks to existing tunes and work out some different things and and just to enjoy time together. And it it, like yesterday's rehearsal was super productive, but
1: it was also just great to just hang and and kind of be a band. Yeah. No, I I totally know where you're coming from. We we have um, I have shortened our rehearsals. Uh In an effort to get it more focused, not put too much on the new guy's plate also, right? Right. Like I can't imagine, you know, right? So um, one of the tactics we have it, and I would say over the course of time, rehearsals have been fun hangs, great to see you, you know, burdensome. I will say musicians... Who have their instruments in their hands, like they're teaching from three o'clock until you know they're 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 usually baked and rehearsal is is a, yeah. is a chore for you know full time musicians, right? If you've been doing something else with your instrument all day, but you know guys who have worked all day, you know sometimes it's your evening softball game and sometimes it's another job you're going. And sometimes to. it's so,
0: the evening grind. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you know,
1: I, I guess that's all part of it. Maybe. You know, and maybe the new Paul would would accept that, like if a guy comes in, you know, I'll tell you, here's how I'm wired. My view of the world is everybody should do the same amount of work. Right. So it would it would make me grouchy if I busted my butt to have X amount of songs prepared for rehearsal and someone else didn't put in the time because I would have liked to have had that time back. Yes. And also as a leader. I'm always watching to see if those other two guys are noticing the same thing. And they're like, well, why did I put the time in? Right. So, so I, uh, you know, you, this kind of thing, you you kind of watch and you're kind of managing the dynamics of that type of stuff. But I agree with you. Rehearsal. Sometimes is an act of making the, you know, absence making the heart go fonder. Yep. Sometimes it's a necessary grind. Right. Sometimes it's a wonderful hang. And maybe it's, it's all those it things. It can be to, all those things. Sure. Any one band over time, you yep. know, depending on where everybody's, head spaces in and where things are going on. It's funny,
0: Emily, uh, our uh, one of our singers in Bitter Pill, she uh, and and even took the 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 liberty of renaming a channel in our Slack group. We used to we had a rehearsals channel, and we would talk about getting together to rehearse. She's like, "No, that word is the wrong word for Bitter Pill. <laughs> We're getting together to practice." Like uh, we and and but and it's there is a difference, right? Between yeah. practice and rehearsal. And when bitter pill gets together, it is more like practice.
1: We're getting together to practice together, not. Well, that's an unusually collaborative experience. That, that's what that thing is, right? Yes. Like cover bands have to get a certain amount of stuff done. Yeah, yes. And move on to the next. You're creating all the time in that original. All the time. Correct. Yeah.
0: Yep. Remember we, we but had but fling. This but fling is rehearsal. Like it, it's it's mm. it, it fling is more focused, more. Yeah, it just more focused. That's it, and and neither is, well, both are best for their particular bands. Like if at, it, at that time, at that time, if if we ran, I, I can't imagine running a fling rehearsal as loosely as we run a bitter yeah. pill rehearsal. And, and vice versa. I know we can't run a bitter pill rehearsal tight and focused. It just, it's not who we are when we get together as a band. And it's, it's interesting being, you know, I, obviously I am a common member to both of these things, but I'm totally, once I understood both of these things, I'm totally fine with it. And right. I enjoy them for what they are for being different things. Like it's great. Well, we've,
1: we've covered this territory. In the past. Yes. So one is. R- you're supposed to come with a certain level of proficiency ready to act. Yeah. Like, walking yeah. into any rehearsal or practice stone cold is... Disrespectful. I, mean, I guess. I mean, unless it's like...
0: Unless it's expected. Come in,
1: let's jam and let's see where it goes. Yes. I mean, if, that's, if that's what your thing is, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I, I mean, we have stuff we got to get done in a very limited amount of time to do it. Like literally one or two days a month is all that we can yeah. do this. And we're trying to get through some stuff. And I just try to set the expectations, you know, on our Slack channel, this is what we'll work on. Uh, I don't even say, please don't be that guy anymore. I, I, I mean, I I, <laughs> I would hope that everybody, and maybe that was, again, new Paul, maybe, maybe that's it. You're setting things up for failure if you're scolding your band members, trying to goad them into being. Yes. Prepared. I mean, everyone will know if they're not right and right so you right. know why does it why why should it be the leader you know who um has to call him out but yeah i guess different bands have different personalities you know everything yeah. are changing all the time people's personal situations are changing all the time i think it's fair to ask if you're expecting a certain amount of proficiency i think it's cool to say hey if you can't do this let everybody know so everybody can put in the same amount of time. That's, I, that's a fair thing.
0: I, I think regardless of what the band's vibe is when it gets together in any capacity, managing yeah. those expectations is the most important. I mean, that's what we're both saying here is as long as going in, everybody knows what everyone else is expecting of sure. everyone else. It, any formula is fine. It Where yes. you have problems is when. Like you said, you know, you, you, you wind up setting people up for failure and you said that and I'm like, Oh, I've definitely done that. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not proud of this, but you know, you know, you know that person a is not going to prepare. So you over communicate going in like this, we're going to have this, we're going to have this and, and what I've done. And again, I'm not proud of this, but I'll just share it. Cause I know there's other people out there that probably have done the same thing. And if you haven't, maybe this will keep you from doing it, but I'll go into a rehearsal at times. It's been a while. I think I've I've learned. I've become better about this. But I'll go into a rehearsal planning for someone's failure and knowing what I'm going to say to them when they, you know, here's the thing we talked about. We did it. You did it wrong. Why'd you do it wrong? You didn't prepare. Like, this sucks. And it's like, if you're going into a scenario like that, my advice is what I've learned is maybe notice that before you arrive at rehearsal. Check yourself. Check yourself. Yeah. Is this really why you're showing up to yell at somebody else, to make somebody else look and feel bad. Is that good? I like you can be right and still be wrong. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Have you played since I've, I've seen you, have you had any good gigs?
0: Um, yeah, I I've had, I mean, I did. So the last time we talked was, I I think almost two months ago to the day, like right about the middle of December. Yeah. Yeah. So I had the run of Hedwig and the Angry Inch and Rocky Horror uh, at the theater that ended the year, and those that went really, really well. And then, yeah, I've had a couple of Monkey Fist gigs. I think that's it, and those went really well. We, um, I talked about this. I, I had our friend Dave Brunyak on who has rebranded himself to the country artist known as Dallas Corbin, um, and and he and I it was it was right before he was on that uh he and i talked about this but we played with monkey fist we played a new place um it, it's a like a steak and seafood place kind of in the middle of the state in in i think in concord new hampshire and super laid back i like i didn't quite understand why we had gotten booked there from the from the looks of it it was like yeah, oh, this seems like fine dining it was not fine dining it was <laughs> good food but yeah. not stuffy not pretentious kind of, yeah right just super casual In the Mm -hmm. summer, it's a biker bar, uh, and so it kind of has that crowd or that vibe all the time where it's just salt of the earth, people that want to come out and have a good time and enjoy music and enjoy their friends. And again, like as unpretentious as it could possibly be, went over really well there. Um, it is i love places like that like i you know like driving there i'm like i guess i I hope they don't like throw us out halfway through the night why are we booked here then i pulled into the parking lot and i was like oh i get it now i see what this place is okay this is where i want to be yeah it's for monkey fist it is the perfect perfect vibe so and we had a really good night there Uh, we even had an actual encore like we had turned off the pa and the people were and and we were you know two minutes over we I think we were supposed to play seven to ten or something so it was like 10, yeah. 10:02 or something it was like thanks going on good night you know turned off the PA and people started chanting for encore it was like well we've already played every rose and the Joker now what do we do so uh, so we do we I think we played um gosh I re- I, I remember telling Dave what we did and I forget it was something heavy it was oh cumbersome we played. <laughs> John said, "If we're gonna play something else, I want to play something heavy." I'm Like, okay, <laughs> sure. Then they That's loved funny. it. It was great. It was the perfect thing for that crowd.
1: Yeah, you know, we have Inner Sandman in our book, uh-huh. which um, goes over crazy good seventy two point six percent of the time. I mean, <laughs> I mean, every yes. once in a while, it can be a set killer. Actually, um, oh yeah, it it you know, at the end of the, it's not definitely not a first setter. And it's a second setter, and it, it it essentially is the same it's not a sing along, but it's a you know uh you know it, it, yeah. It, 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 it's yeah it's a, a rock and tune yeah. yeah yeah that so that one is hard hard to, and sometimes we'll find at the end of the night that we still have it in the bag It that comes in handy
0: it comes in handy for that when it's sweaty, and everybody kind of wants that yeah. like that wind it's one a, more one more yeah it yes, but i we used to play that in chafed and it had to be at the right spot in the set. It the I crowd agree. needs to be ready for it for sure. Yeah. yeah. We also Boop. played sober by to by Tool which also needed to be like at the exact like it was when it was at the right spot of the set, <laughs> it killed. And when it was in the wrong spot of the set, it killed the set. Like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um that episode last i think it was last week i've been recording out of out of out of order cuz i'm traveling by the way next week folks i wasn't going to put out an episode cuz i'm away but uh dan east reached out and he had a whole list of things from uh nam so we did a nam debrief now i know last year's nam debrief was kind of like the add fest to beat all add fests and it was really off the rails a lot and it I don't, I, I, there was value in it, but I didn't leave that episode feeling like I got a sense of what it was like to be at NAM. This one that's going to come out next week, I absolutely got that. So, like I walked away from that recording being like, oh, I totally understand what it would be like to be at NAM. Uh, you know, everybody's experience is going to be a little different sure. always, but. I, I, I really, like, I, I encourage you folks to listen. It, it's, it's it, I think we, they, Dan really, like, nailed it. So, there's that. Um, last week, I talked to Mike Schulte, and he talked about that flyaway gig. Did you hear that segment?
1: I did, actually. The only thing that's been ringing in my ears, since <laughs> that, there were many things, but it was like, $500 a day in per diem? I don't think... Hollywood actors get five hundred dollars a day. You know, per diem.
0: I was talking to my wife about this, right? Because this it, it, he he broke down nineteen thousand dollars of 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 logistic or incidental costs before they got their performance fee. Yeah, which he did yeah. not he did not articulate what that was on top of that nineteen k. But you know, flights, hotels, all of those things. But yes, one of the things was that five hundred dollars per person per day yeah. per you know per diem. And uh, which is what per day means. I get that. Uh, I was talking to Lisa about it, my wife. And I'm like, you know, I I asked him to clarify that because it seemed wrong. I knew there were five guys. Was it five hundred dollars for the band per diem? And he said no. And I don't think he was wrong on this. And then I said to Lisa, I said, you know, he has to. Every one of them has to leave their lives behind for three days. Right. Like, that's how this works. They've got to they can't just they're not local to this gig. This company wants to bring them in halfway across the country to do this gig. So they have to leave three days behind in order to do this performance that if they had been hired locally, they would just do the performance and then be able to go home and come from home. Like so they wouldn't be carving out 72 hours of time. They'd be carving out eight. And so I think that's at least in my head how maybe their agent uh justifies this per diem is like look we got to bring these people
1: well then it sounds cheap because i would I that's what i'm saying three days then yeah. i then i, I would have baked my three days away from other gigs and other things or whatever into my performance fee yes and the per diem would be would be what i would traditionally think of as a per diem but right i i love you know we were saying how cool mike is like he's like don't you have local bands that can do this? I, I mean, I thought that was the I was answer. Is of it. course and yes, always. Yes. But he's also right that if it's a type of organization that you mean something to them, or you're going to do something for their brand or for their event, if they're once you get into the realm of flyaway gigs, you know, where you're really the rounding errors to their whole event, probably correct. I mean, you know, so don't 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 be lured into doing it on the cheap because of the thrill and prestige of being asked yes Your time is worth something and and like i said you're not the most expensive part of what they're gonna be no. doing for their events so.
0: that's right that's the way and and that's why wedding bands get so much more than the same band playing a gig at a club you know it's it's that right it's the You are maybe not a rounding error, but you know, you, you're not even close to 10% of what this whole thing is going to cost
1: in general. I agree. So, so, you know, they have picked you. Yep. They want you for some reason, uh, get, get your value, you know, whatever your number is, but per DMS, make sure you, you know, you charge, you know, that he was talking about transportation costs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, hotel air. It all it all sounds great. So yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I yeah, it. I, I loved. I I I was really appreciative. And and like he loves to do things like that and stir the pot and make people think and all those things, which is like that's the value to me. Is the, you know, from a show like this, is yeah. g- giving us ideas. Well, to what a great about.
1: perspective. I mean, yeah. I mean, the number of bands who get those opportunities is probably pretty small, and they're usually. We have, remember, we had this discussion. Like uh, at least in the Bay Area, the bands who typically get those opportunities are in a stable of a of a a guy who has a pretty good reputation as a booker. Yes, well, and that's what. And and often that guy's the booker's band is the one that he's representing. Of course,
0: first. Yes, of of course, but like I, I wonder, even in the Bay Area, how many times something like this happens where they fly somebody in from Chicago to play a gig because whoever's coordinating the event knows yeah. this booking agent. And it's just like, go find me a band. What's the cost? Okay. It's whatever. And I don't, I don't even know what the the band's fee was. So I'm going to guess here, but you know, 19 K. So let's say the band's fee is $10,000. I, I have no idea what it is, but yes. you know, so the, the booking agent says, all right, it's 35 grand. The booking agent takes five grand, puts it in their pocket the, the, then they, you know, pay for the incidentals and the band out of the, the remaining 30 K and everything's good. And yep. the, the company's like, great. Sounds good. Thank you so much. And then they don't have to think again. There's trust. Yep. That's so. Yeah. Well, I know that your time is short, my friend, and I appreciate you spending some of it with me and, and
1: everybody it's else. Like, it's like coming home, Dave. It's, it's like
0: I dropped right in. Yeah, man. Yep. 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 Well, Yes. Let's do this again in a couple of months, shall we? We will. And, okay, you cool. know,
1: I'm really happy to see how how cool you're doing with the show and, and making it so interesting for people. So keep going.
0: Thank you. And I, I said this last week when Mike and I were talking about it, you know, with you here, I want to say it again. Thank you for a- allowing this to happen. Like it, it, you know, we created this together and it would have been fair for you to say, hey, look, GitGab is our thing. If you want to keep going you got to call it something else. You got to do something mm-hmm. different. I, like it would have been a, a reasonable scenario where that conversation could have happened. And it it never did. In fact, it was exactly the opposite. You were like, I don't have time to do this. You know, it, let me give you some time to figure it out so that you can just keep going with it. And I, I like I really appreciate that because well, I enjoy the heck out of this. So
1: yeah. we have a long friendship that is we do. the basis This all this. we stuff, do. So. Yeah. Keep going, Dave.
0: I will. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening, everybody. Feedback at GitGabPodcast.com. You know I can get anything to Paul that you have to say to him. Paul, do you have one more thing to say before we wrap this up? I I think I remember it's
1: always me performing.
0: That's it. (laughs) Woohoo! Happy anniversary. Here's to 10.